Hey, Joe. Yeah. So I remembered uh, what we were talking about on the uh, last episode that I forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah, so uh-huh. I remembered that. Um, it, it was it was about a it was it was about a conversation that me and that girl had about forgiveness. Which a uh, quick update: we are no longer speaking. Oh. So uh, what happened? Uh, well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we're get gonna, into we're, it. We're, we're, we're going to talk about it. we're going to talk about that. And we're definitely going to talk about the forgiveness thing because that was a conversation that me and her kind of a um, I won't call it a, an argument or a fight, but it was definitely a, a disagreement that uh, kind of led to nowhere. Uh, inevitably, I was right, but usually I am. Yeah. Um, but being that uh, you have a you have the profession you have, yeah, and this was a God related conversation that we were having. You'll be the perfect person to have this conversation. Um. But uh, I want to grab this. I'm going to grab this cough drop real quick here before we begin, as I'm making noise and shit. Never get sick, Joe. I hear you. There's a fun fact: no matter what kind of illness you have, everyone assumes it's COVID. <clears throat> right. Nowadays. Yeah, it's crazy. The audacity I, of other viruses to even exist right now. I, it, it, but you know what? I, I can't even blame it on the other viruses. I blame it on COVID because they took the best of all symptoms. Right. That's the problem. Like when people say, "Like, hey, you feeling okay?" It's like, you know what? Just yeah, just I'm getting a really bad headache. It's like, oh, it's COVID. Like, no, it's just you know I was drinking last night. Like, nah, dude, that's COVID. <laughs> no, it's like, no, you know my nose, my nose is getting a little stuffed up. I think it's because of the weather change and everything, just getting really cold. I was like, mm, no, it's not. It's fucking COVID. That's one thing I noticed, especially at work. It's like no matter what I do, and I always get it every year. Actually, Colin was guilty of it too, and a lot of people would notice this, uh, especially during our wintertime podcast, is Colin had a really bad cough. Yeah. We've talked about it a lot. And um, I was kind of guilty of it too, but luckily I had the uh, the wherewithal, if you will, to mute the mic whenever I knew it was coming. Right. Uh, unless I was talking and it was coming, and there's what it is. But wintertime, I get – Really bad cough. It's just because, like you know, like all the all the rooms and stuff just have the heat on and it's blasting. You just got this dry heat fucking flowing. So it's no different at my job right now, where you know everyone wants it to be eighty fucking four degrees inside oh. the building. Wow, um, it's it's Are you nuts. Trying to keep bacteria alive or something. I, I wish I wish I knew what they're doing. It's insane that they fucking do it because first off. I work in a lab where they have machines fucking running all day, so it already gets hot from that. Right. But when you get, like, these scrawny people who are just like, oh, we need to turn the heat up. I'm like, why? It's already 78 in here. Fuck it. You know, they just want to fucking crank the heat more and everything. It, just, it becomes so dry and just so gross in there. And I'm a big fucking dude. I automatically start sweating no matter what. You know, especially now that I got to wear fucking, like, jeans and a shirt and an FRC's over it and everything. It's brutal, but the worst part of it is the dry heat because I am constantly coughing all fucking day. Throat's constantly dry, and then you get people in there like, "Oh, is that COVID? You got, you got, uh, you got Corona?" You, is, is that, I'm like, "No, it's not." No, I'm like, just I'm working in the desert, right? Like, clearly, it's not. It's like, it's not that I'm over here fucking hacking shit up. It's literally just my throat is so dry and scratchy. You know, I just give a, <coughs> right, and that's can it. Just, can we just put a humidifier out? Right, that's all I want. Just give me some moisture in the fucking air. Like that's what this world needs. It's just a little bit of moisture in the fucking air. Right. You know, but I don't. Know. Um, I know it's not COVID. I, I take uh, I take my temperature every morning before I leave the house for work. Ninety seven degrees. Nice. Um, I I took it as uh as we were sitting here when we first before we started recording. I, oh, I my, wonder what that beaven was. I thought maybe you were having like a microwave burrito. Ooh, no. Hot Pockets, though. I would do Hot Pockets over a microwave burrito. Yeah. All nice. Um, also, if you want to take that microwave burrito, throw it into an air fryer, chimichanga. Ooh. Um, no, yeah, just, uh, you know, because, like, cause, I mean, again, like, you know, like, just because I feel the way I feel, and I know it's not COVID, it's just the symptoms of, you know, trying to come back from asthmatic bronchitis that I get every year around this time. So I know what it is. And I was like, you know what, to be on, to err on the side of caution, I will continue to take my temperature and just make sure everything's good. And I don't have the temperature. So, if somebody wants to come up to you and say, hey, listen, you can still have, you know, this, this, and this, but if you don't have that fever, it still could be COVID. I'm like, I thought the fever was the point of it. Yeah, you know? no, they changed that. 
Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, what's even the point of people taking like, uh, like temperatures in? Like they, right. they put this fucking temperature scanner on the wall. Yeah. I uh, just, they, they, uh, I'm not even, I'm not supposed to say this, but I don't care. Uh, they, they measure the temperature of, uh, nurses and doctors walking into the hospital every day. Like when I worked at the hospital, like you yeah. walk in and they have a little scanner and you watch yourself on the TV and if you turn red, you gotta step out of line and they, they scan you again. And even while they're doing that, they're putting out reports that are like, yeah, this doesn't do anything. It's just like, uh, like maybe it'll tell us something kind of thing. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's, it's goofy. Like I, you get to a certain point of like, what can you really do? You know, like going forward to see if you have COVID, if you don't have COVID, because they said they're saying like, if you have a high t- uh, high temperature and you have this included with it, well, it's not the flu anymore. Now it's COVID, or you have this right. and this, but you don't have this. Well, it's not cold anymore. It's fucking COVID. It's like it's like I can't. I mean, like it's it's weird when you get people on TV to say, just assume you have it. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't want to do that. I don't want to sit there and constantly assume it's like, oh. I got a tickle in my throat. I need to self-quarantine for 14 fucking days. Right. I like, Look, I'd love to assume, but unlike you jagoffs on the news, I can't take 14 days off of work with pay. Right? Yeah. You fucking rich assholes who, who have jobs that you can do that at. Yeah. It's insane. And, like, even when I even when I had that conversation at work with – with I have this one dude. Um, I, I, I don't know who – I know Doug listens to uh, – this show, uh, proud owner of Carter Comics, which we'll talk about Carter Comics here in a minute, and the amazing gift he has given us this holiday season. Um, I know he listens to the show. I don't know if anyone else really listens to this show and stuff, but to talk about one person without giving a name, I'm sure they'll know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, huge, huge paranoia kind of guy. He is paranoid about fucking everything. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's a joke, I don't know, whatever, but if it's a joke, hey, he plays it off really fucking good. <laughs> but I sat there and I was like, I even like, I, I looked it up and I said, here are the symptoms, symptoms of COVID. Here are the coronavirus symptoms. This, 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 and this. But if you take these two, you got another fucking different illness. You get these two, another different fucking illness. It's like, fuck, I can look up fucking WebMD and it says like, oh, you have a headache? Easy. That's either COVID or cancer. It's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter like what you fucking do. You're always going to get the worst outcome or the worst results of what you're searching for. They don't want to tell you like, Oh, we just haven't, you just have a sensitivity to, to light. No, right. it's COVID. And it's like, I was, like, and even when I looked at it, I'm like, you know, okay, so what if I have this, but it's not COVID? So I type in, it's like, what if, like, just for the fuck of it, I was like, okay, let's say, uh, cause head colds, head colds are a common thing in wintertime. Oh, yeah. Um, I get one of the change your seasons every year too. Yeah. And one of the symptoms of a head cold is that it, it, it messes with your, your sense of smell, your sense mm-hmm. of taste and shit like that. So, it's like I was talking, I was like, okay, what if I, let me look, put in head cold. So I put in head cold, loss of taste or smell. And there was an article, and I wish I remember what site it was. I think we may have talked about that site, uh, like a month or so ago. But if you lose taste or smell and you think that it's a head cold, assume it's COVID and quarantine. Yeah. It, it's like, it's like, I can't do that shit. Or even like when you go in and you get a false positive or you don't 100% know if a negative is really a negative when you, uh, when you go get a COVID test. Right. Assume it's a false negative and quarantine anyways. It's like, it, it blows my mind how their, their, their idea of the best thing to do is just assume you're, 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 uh, you have COVID. Right. And stay home. It, it would be if we lived in the same country that paid people to stay home when they're sick and mm-hmm. made sure they weren't going to lose their jobs oh, I'm or saying, their houses and it, could pay it, for fucking groceries and do all the shit that, that's supposed to happen when you live in a society. Yeah. If you want to go back to early 2020 where you're giving out $600 a week to people who weren't uh, able to work and stuff, I will gladly sacrifice that moment to stay home just because I have a tummy ache. But the thing is, like, if I know I have certain amount of symptoms that I know aren't COVID related because I don't have, you know, nausea and diarrhea and a headache and, you know, this and the other, like if my only issue is sometimes it's hard to breathe, well, that's because I'm just getting over asthmatic bronchitis. It's not because I'm affected with COVID and the only symptom I'm getting of COVID is uh, difficulty breathing and everything else doesn't apply. Well, right. And, and, 
And then, and then, uh, what, what they say is like, well, it depends how your body reacts to it is what kind of symptoms you get. It's like bullshit. Like, you, like, like how does that even fucking work? It's like, what, because I'm, what, O positive, overweight, living, you know, the country of Will County, the only COVID symptom I'm going to get is, uh, is, a, is fucking hard to breathe. But if you oh, live maybe. up, maybe, <laughs> right? You live up in Chicago. <clears throat> those are the guys that uh that lose the ability to taste and smell. But if you live out in Indiana, they're the ones who are shitting their pants. It right. all it all depends on where you grow up. It's like no, I, I, you can't do that. Like you can't do that shit no more. It just it it doesn't help out anybody when that happens. Right. So, but long story short, difficulty breathing. I mean, a cough drop because I'm trying to refrain from coughing so much because I do want to talk about a few things here on the show. Yeah. Obviously, oh we gotta God, go. I could do it for a cough drop. Wish I had me. Yeah, all, all my cough drops cherry flavored. No regrets. Nice. Mm. nice. I like the honey eucalyptus kind. Never had them, but you know what? It intrigues me. I do like honey too. Mm-hmm. I actually have a thing of honey sitting right here on my desk. <laughs> nice. Because um, the last time I was doing uh, the JFW podcast, uh, I couldn't find my cough drops, but I did have honey. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to coat my throat with honey. Nice. Delicious alternative, too, by the way. Love honey. Absolutely. <clears throat> so we got to talk about Fathom um, Tollbooth. I think we're diving into, I believe, it's chapter 16 here, um, post-Hungry uh, post, uh, Soups. Uh, we're going to talk about C2E2 because uh, we have a special thing happening with that. And uh, I want to talk about the forgiveness conversation. Yeah. So a lot nice. to go over. But before we do any of that, I just got to remind all of you guys that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. That's right. That's right, guys. The, the, uh, the, the proud, the proud, uh, newest, uh, I don't even know what to call it because my, I just lost my train of thought just now. Holy shit. Sponsor? I yeah, but I wanted to say something else. Oh. Oh, geez. What Member was I of the team? Nah, it's more like a, it's more like the captain at this point. Mm, true. He's, he's more like that stepdad who's trying to win the kids over. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, uh newest sponsor of the podcast, uh, a, a, a true friend to me and the show for, uh, doing so much without even asking. Just a, just a, hey guys, you know, love what you do. Let me help you out. So, uh, I'm gonna call it more of a partnership than a sponsorship. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I like that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna call it a partnership. Partner. Yeah. A partnership, right? A partnership that that uh that involves um a, a benefit a benefit of both sides, which is a yeah. great thing. So it's, I mean, we <coughs> God damn it, I'm talking way too much. Now my fucking throat's bothering me. Um, God, I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start over. I got way too excited, way too fast. That was my problem. Mm, I just got, I just got too excited too fast. So I wanna, I wanna take back from it. Yeah. yeah, let me uh, let me go ahead and drink uh, a little bit of this. Black cherry sparkling ice. Not a sponsor, but it's delicious. Mm. Cherry on cherry, Joe. Nice. Cherry on cherry. Ooh, I got a Mountain Dew in the fridge. There you go. Is it regular Mountain Dew? Diet Mountain Dew? Got Code Red? Is it Live Wire? Pitch Black? Voodoo. Mystery flavor. Uh Oh, damn. Yeah. Now, is is the mystery flavor in every Voodoo can is the same exact mystery flavor, or are they all different? No idea. I've never had them before. Mm. Well, if you have it, I'd like to take a moment ah. to talk about that too. Did, did, is that it? Did you just did you just eye it right now, or are you having tea? Coffee I did. Right now? I did just eye it right now. What are you thinking? Is it grapefruit? Usually, it's grapefruit. No, it's kind of it's like Baja Blastish, but it's not Baja, Baja Blast because I would know. So, so you get like a, a tropical feel, but without the coconut. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's like a tropical fruit of some kind. Gotcha. Well, uh, I go Maybe through pineapple. Ooh, could be a pineapple. Maybe like a mango. Mm. Like a papaya. Could you? Could you? No, be it's, it's more pineapple than it's more. It's more sour than sweet. So does it feel like it's high in vitamin C? Yes. So definitely pineapple. Possibly a uh, a tamer orange, like a tangerine mm-hmm. or a tangelo. Yeah, or like a blood orange, even. Mmm. Well, I'm going to talk about Carter Comics, so you keep sipping that Mountain Dew and see if you can get that, get that taste down, because now I'm curious. 
Yeah, you pulled me into your voodoo. Shutter Comics is the best place for you guys to go to start building your amazing comic book collection. Uh, with over a thousand titles to choose from, these guys have everything available to you either on their website or on any four of their eBay sites. If you want to find their eBay sites, you guys are a huge fan of the eBay auctions. You get that thrill of buying a comic through an auction style. Uh, go to cartercomics.com, scroll to the bottom of their homepage, and all four links to their eBay accounts are listed there. Or just shop the website, cartercomics.com, and list list upon list upon list of comics that are available for you right now. Uh, join the Carter Comic Club. I'm not sure if it's called the Carter Comic Club. I call it the Carter Comic Club. I think they should call it the Carter Comic Club. So until the Carter Comics does decide to call it the Carter Comic Club, I'm going to go ahead and call it the Carter Comic Club. So join the Carter Comic Club right now. Sign up for the website. Go ahead and... Um, what is going on with Skype? I don't know. I just started pressing buttons. Sorry. Oh. No, it's fine. I'm just, I thought something was going to pop up here. I was like, together mode has been enabled for this call. Is this your screen? Apparently. Oh, now we're on a plane. I don't know if our cameras were on. How do I, mm. how do I go back to grid view? There we go. That's yeah. normal. Yeah. Well, I'm Ooh. shirtless, so if you want to catch a nip slip, by all means. <laughs> uh, uh, sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Uh, check out all their amazing uh, sales and deals that they have on amazing comics, graded comic books, raw comic books. They have it all for sale, and they have amazing – hey, it's a voodoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're fine. Doug knows what I do here. <laughs> he, <laughs> he knows that it's not going to be a flow-through sponsorship. There's so much going on. This is the world we live in. This is this freaking show's world. Sign up for Carter Comic. Go ahead and uh, fill your cart with other amazing products. Uh, they have so many graded comics that – you know, exceed the imagination of what could be a uh, graded comic. 9.8s, 9.6s. Um, for what I was told, the average is about a 9.2, 9.4. They got them. And they got everything above it, too. I've yet to see a 10, but I guess a 10 is like a holy grail kind of thing. It's very rare to have a 10. But who knows? Carter Comics yeah. has over a 1,000 types of uh, books available to you. Again, graded or ungraded, fill your car with all their amazing products. Uh, and at checkout, throw in the comments of uh, your checkout and the uh, little shipping comment. This freaking show, Cartoon Joe, Travis, whatever you want to throw in it, let them know that we sent you, Freaknet, whichever one. Let them know that we sent you and everything, and they'll take care of you by giving you 10% off your order. Carter Comics is the best place for you to go. It's the best thing that happened to us since, uh, um, I don't want to say sliced bread because uh, the Beatles got in trouble with that. No, the Beaver, the Angry Beavers got in trouble with that. They mm. did. The Angry Beavers, yeah, remember that? Yeah, no, I don't remember them getting in trouble for that. Yeah, well, they, it, it was a, it was a spoof on the Beatles saying that they're bigger than Jesus. Remember oh. that part? <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't know that that was yeah. related to sliced toast or sliced bread. Yeah, you're, well, I'll, I'll explain to you in one second. But CarterComics.com, C A R T E R C O M I C S dot com. Sign up today. Check them out. I do a shipping order, put in Freaknet, This Freaking Show, Cartoon Joe, whatever you got to put in there, let them know that we sent you so they get you that discount on your order. CarterComics.com, best place for you to go for, car, uh, for comics today. Angry, Boover, uh, Angry Beavers, when they uh, created a um, a band and they uh, had the interview and everything and uh, people were asking like how big they are, blah, blah. And, um, I want to say it was Daggett is the brown yeah, one. Yeah, sounds like something Daggett would say. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we're bigger than sliced bread. And then uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, in an uproar, people start burning fucking records and T-shirts and, you know, start rioting in the streets about it. And then Daggett's like, oh, no, I mean, we're bigger in size. And he holds up a piece of bread to show that they're larger than it. So people are running into the fire to grab their records and merchandise out and shit. But, yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a total spoof on uh, when um, – I think John Lennon was the one that said that they're bigger than the uh, they're, G- they're bigger than Jesus. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I don't remember that episode. Oh, I do. Wow. It's, it's my favorite episode. Yeah, Beaver Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beetle Fever. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, man. Yeah, so uh, that's definitely my uh, favorite one. Uh, same thing with Cat Dog. The only uh, episode of Cat Dog I remember is the one where. Um, uh, dog, uh, dog, whatever. Like, they didn't have real names, right? It was just cat. No, I think she was cat and dog. Yeah. Yeah. 
where the dog was out. was trying to become a a dog on his own. So the the uh, the the bully gang that uh they would be around glued a tail to a cat's head. He put a plunger ah. on it at first. So he could just like wag a tail and stuff like that, and then like at the very end, they glued a Dalmatian's tail to the head of Cat, so it could be his permanent tail. Oh, and uh, he he inevitably decided he wanted to be a cat butt instead of a dog. Right. So the only one I remember actually that's a lot. I remember that one. I remember the other one where uh, where uh, Cat Dog were in a play for Abraham Lincoln, and uh, and. Uh, I think Cat had to cover for Dog because Dog got sick and Cat had to uh, portray Abraham Lincoln. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Not sure what Dog had. Probably COVID. So, who knows? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, hey, you know what, uh, Joe? Uh, Carter Comics is the only place you'd go to get reading material nowadays. Is that correct? That is true. If you uh, if you wanted to get some other reading material, maybe some, some material that will be read to you, you could mm-hmm. support our show and get an audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Get yourself a free 30-day trial of the fantastic Audible program, plus a credit towards your first audiobook. It's a great way to uh, to join in on uh, our book club or to just read a book while you drive or do chores or anything that you that bores you. You can just listen to a book while you do it, and then it makes it a lot more tolerable to do. So... Head over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet. Get something. Give us something. It's great. Go do it. Do it now. Do it now. Get on the chopper. <laughs> uh, I actually did uh, just get the uh, comic of the week from Carter Comics. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So uh, this one is Soldier Zero number one. Uh, comic, Carter Comic... Uh, dot com graded nine point eight. Wow. So legendary creator Stan Lee brings you a new kind of hero, half human, half alien, all weapon. Stan Lee, the great innovator of the entertainment industry, teams up with Boom Studios to deliver a brand new line of superhero comics. Stan is joined by critically acclaimed writer Paul Cornell, Action Comics, Doctor Who, and artist Javier Pena, Superman and Batman. For a modern take on classic superhero storytelling, when an alien parasite falls to Earth, wheelchair-bound war veteran Stuart Travers becomes infected and goes through superhuman changes that not that no mortal could imagine. Forced into a galactic war that's chosen Earth as the battlefield, Stuart defends the front line of super of Soldier Zero, half human, half alien, all weapon. Nice. This is awesome. Yeah, 100%. Um, it, uh, it's currently available on cartercomic.com's website for $37.99. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. I've never heard of that story before. I'm intrigued. Well, that's the amazing thing about cartercomics.com is that they have everything from what you know to what you don't know to even what you think you do know but you don't know. True. Oh. Star Wars chubby stackable characters, Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> Ten ninety nine. Yeah. Alright. Um all right. so, I looked um, it up. Not to totally derail you immediately. Oh my gosh. But I looked it up. Uh fruit candy chews is apparently the flavor. Fruit candy so like uh like Welch's can like candy snacks? Yeah. Well like uh like Starburst or uh yeah, it just says fruit candy chews on the uh there's a, a Mountain Dew fandom website. So it's like they so like all the flavors of all the Starbursts in one. Mm-hmm. That's too much. Yeah. I mean mine, mine mostly just tastes like uh now that see now that they told me that, I can kinda taste like the like strawberry starburst and orange and yellow. Like if you just crunch them all together and throw them in your mouth. I can mm. taste that in my mouth now. Gotcha, but. gotcha. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, you know, like, depending on who you are, is how the drink is perceived to you. Right. So, like, maybe you taste like a strawberry and orange, or who knows, maybe I taste like a, a lime and a cherry. Right. I'll have to grab some voodoo and check it out. Yeah. 
Also, shout out to you for having a bottle in your fridge instead of a can. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That, I, uh, that one... I stopped in at the gas station, saw it, grabbed it. You stopped in the gas station, bought a drink, and instead of drinking it, you saved it for later? Yeah, well, I, I, uh, I had a few sips, and it was initially too sweet, because I also mm. got some gummy bears. Gotcha. Why gummy bears over gummy worms? Uh, I just like the way they taste better. I don't know. Okay. Hey, not judging, just questioning. Mm-mm. I don't know. I was just in the mood for gummy bears that day. Gotcha. All right. Uh, Phantom Toe Booth, uh, Forgiveness, or C2E2, which one do you want to talk about? Let's do Forgiveness. Okay, yeah, awesome. wait in a week. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, many of the conversations I had with this girl was about uh, religion. So she wanted to find a guy who had a relationship with God. Now, um, I would consider myself – having a relationship with God, but not to like the whole, like to the point where I go to church every single Sunday where I'm reading the Bible constantly, you know, and I'm preaching what I believe to other people. I don't. Um, right. I think a lot of people who would meet me would look at me more as like a closeted Christian, just for the fact that I never really talk about religion or uh, like defend my points of view on it. And show I just, I just really don't, and it's not because that I'm a, I'm embarrassed of it, I'm afraid of it. It's just that it doesn't matter what I say, and this happens in most conversations or most arguments. It doesn't matter what your point of view is; the other side really won't care. They just they just care about what they believe. And so when you go into like a a poor argument, that's how you're going to get it. And it's very rare to find a decent argument where people respect both sides. Um, it doesn't happen too often, at least from from what I viewed as what a decent conversation could be. Um, so I love God. I mentioned it before. We talked about Jesus on the show uh, numerous times, uh, even right. though like when we first started out the podcast, we were talking about how we're going to refrain from politics and religion and stuff like that, because they're just, they're topics that people just can't seem to have a conversation with. It doesn't turn into an argument, but I think we do fairly well with it. You know what I mean? I think yeah, we're both I agreeable. Think so I think we're both agreeable on, uh, on our faith in God, uh, you know, plus or minus some different views and same thing with politics. You know, we just want somebody who's going to run the country and build it up and not tear it down, you know? And it's so like we, I think we do it in the right way. Um, yeah. so when I'm having this conversation with her about God and everything, and I'm explaining like, you know, my beliefs and how I feel about Jesus and she, she thinks it's commendable. She may like me to go to church a little bit more, which, Hey, you know, Having a family, I'm more willing to do church more often. Like, if I have a child who I want to take to church, I know a lot right. of people are like, you know, like, well, you know, you should give the child the choice to go to church. It's like, they don't really know what it's like until you take them. Like, so unless they try it, they don't know how they feel about it. So, yeah, you're going to have to take a kid to church. You know, and yeah, they're going to get antsy because they don't want to sit in one spot for an hour. I don't know any kid who'd like to sit in one spot and listen to somebody talk for an hour. It just doesn't right. happen. But when you introduce them to stuff like that and they get more used to it, Hey, you know, maybe they're comfortable being more on their own and going to Sunday school and Bible study, stuff like that. Open their eyes to the opportunity to make the decision on how they feel they want the religion to be in their life. Um, same thing with baptism. A lot of people think that you shouldn't baptize your kid. Ah, uh, call me old fashioned. My kid's gonna be fucking baptized. I'm gonna make that choice for him. It can't hurt. It can't fucking hurt. No, I don't, it's not gonna. It's not gonna jeopardize the child in any way if I baptize him. You know, as a baby. Then if he decides he wants to do it as an adult, it's already done. Took care of it for him. You're welcome. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I have no problem taking my kid to church when I get older, if I ever have a kid. Um, right now I just, I don't feel the need to like really have to go to church every single week, especially when I work two Sundays out of the month and the other Sundays, it's just exhausting. Now, nothing against right. you, Joe. I know that you run a church, so I'm not saying the church for isn't sure. something you shouldn't yeah. do. I encourage anyone to go to church if they feel they need to, to validate themselves with God or to pay respects to the religion that they have. Um, I wish I would go to church more. That's my problem. I just, I don't know if it's a mental thing with me or whatever. I just can't get the motivation to get up and do anything, let alone go to church. Yeah. But I am going to try to be better. I think next year, 2022, I'm going to try doing a whole bunch of different things. And a lot of it has to do with what we do here on the show. Because we're doing the book club, I'm going to read more. Um, I want to go to church more. Uh, I want to go visit Joe's church more. Go up there. Uh, even though it's a drive, I will do it for Jesus and I'll do it for Joe. 
you know, I want, yeah, because your your church starts at what ten? Uh ten thirty. Ten thirty. See, I yeah, can make an extra half hour. Yeah. So do stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe grabbing breakfast afterwards and stuff. There's there's possibilities of doing stuff more. It's just motivating myself. Twenty twenty one. Regardless of what last year was like, this year not that much better. Regardless what anyone says, this year, last year, both sucked. Um, yeah, I think it's just a residual um, reaction oh, to what last awesome. year was like. Yeah, yeah. So we talked about that too. That's why we kind of like took the summer off. You know, we we needed it. So for sure. Ah, uh, so now about forgiveness. Yeah, we were talking about past relationships and. My girlfriend's cheating and all that sort of stuff. And I had a girlfriend who I believe wholeheartedly has cheated on me. Um, the one that I think meant the most to me, the one that could have been the one. All signs point to she definitely fucking cheated on me. Regardless if she wants to admit it, regardless if I have proof, there was another guy in the situation that seems to me she fucking cheated on me with. Whatever, yeah. I don't need to go into, maybe I'll talk about it in February. We'll talk more about the, we'll talk about relationships around Valentine's Day. But the point is, we were at a certain point in our lives, new guy came into her life when she started a new job. Also, in our lives got shittier. She ended it. Hung around this guy way too often. She cheated on me. It's just right. how it is. I know it. She knows it. The fucking guy knows it. Fucking God. Everyone knows that she cheated on me. Sure. Um, so the girl asked me, the girl I was talking to, she's like, well, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, I've been cheated on and I've been used in relationships. And obviously the hardest part about that is forgiving somebody. And I told her like, well, I wouldn't know. Cause I never did. Um, and she asked me what I meant. It's like, well, I never physically told her that I forgave her for what she did. I never, you know, I never openly admitted that I forgave her what she did. Even to right. this day, I never openly admitted that I forgave her for what she did. And this was like nine years ago. Yeah. And then she starts talking about how, like, well, you know, you know, to be a good Christian, you have to be able to forgive. And, like, I was explaining to her, like, I'm at a certain point in my life now, again, this was nine years ago, that it doesn't matter if I forgive her or not right now because I really just don't care anymore. Like, right. the like the idea of what she did to me back then, it is what it is. It's so far in the past, it doesn't even fucking matter. She moved right. on. She has a happy life with whatever she's doing. With a different guy than the guy that I know she cheated on me with, whatever. She has a family. She's happy. Her life is going forward. My life is going forward. Yeah. I didn't think about, you know, the only time I ever, ever, I ever think about this relationship. So that is when people talk about relationships. I don't lay in bed wondering what my exes are doing or how they are or what could have changed. I don't think about that. I used to yeah. a lot, but I don't. I, I got, there was a point in my life and I think it was in 2018 when I started doing, the dieting and the journeys and the journals and just when I just realized that, like there's a lot of shit in my past I have to let go or else it's just gonna keep eating at me. Right. Um. So I got I let that shit go. The relationships and stuff I let that go. And I I was in a relationship at that time that ended because of a different way. Not saying she cheated on me. Whatever. That's a completely different thing. But um, it made me bitter for a point after that. But I kept the whole concept of not worrying about the past, moving forward in the future and stuff like that. So I never thought too much about, you know, my exes and the relationships and that we had, you know, when they end, after they end. And it's like I tell everyone, like, when a girlfriend breaks up with me, I never ask why because I don't, I really don't care. Which right. people find weird. It's like, well, why wouldn't you ask why they're ending? Because they're, if they're breaking up with me, they don't want to be with me. It doesn't matter why. They don't want to be with me. Right. So there's, it doesn't, I mean, they can say whatever they fucking want. Like, oh, you're too fat. You don't make enough money. I'm just not happy. It doesn't matter what the answer is. Right. If they believe in their heart that they would rather end this, this, this relationship than try to find a way to fight for it, they don't want to be with me. And I don't care what that reason is. It's just they don't want to be with me. Right. So, so I told her, like, I just, I just chose never to forgive her because at that time, I didn't. And then as time went on, I just didn't care enough. Right. I just don't care. It's like, it's like, I could, I could, I could message her right now saying, hey, blah, blah, blah. Just letting you know, nine years ago, I know you cheated on me. It sucks, but I forgive you. Right. She will not, she will not care. 
That means yeah. nothing to and what's, her. And what's 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 really the difference between like no one? I don't know. The thing you, you don't have to thing. tell people you forgive them for them to be forgiven. First well, of that's, all, and that's the thing too. And second like, of all, what's the yeah. difference between like sending her like? Your life's not going to change. You've let go of it. What's the difference between letting go of it and moving on and mm-hmm. forgiving somebody and moving on? It's the same thing. That's all forgiveness uh, yeah. is, is letting go. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like, I think, like, I don't know where we're – I don't know where she was coming from in the whole – am I supposed to forgive her for me or for her? Because, honestly, at this point in life, forgiveness means dick to either one of us. Like, I mean, I, I guess right. they – if I say I forgive you to her, it's not going to change my life because I still just don't care. Right. You know, if, yeah. if if I say I forgive you to her, what does that matter to her? She's already moved on and got married and had kids and has a life. Like, right. it doesn't matter how I feel. It, 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 it That's over. So I think I never understood, like, what, like, where she was getting at when she was like, well, you know, you should forgive because it'd be better for everybody. So it would be better for no one at this point. Right. It'd be so, it'd be different. It'd be different if this happened like six weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. But see, but even then, like uh, for forgiveness to happen, there has to be somebody has to change their behavior, and it has to be the person who did the wrong. Like mm-hmm. that's how. Yeah. Like especially if we're talking biblical forgiveness, like mm-hmm. that actually requires a change of heart on the person who did the wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the thing. Like I know, I know they never admitted it. I know right. that the I know the idea of cheating because like regardless of after we broke up we we're still friends for a for a brief period. Um, there was always a doubt in my mind of what she did or what she didn't do, but I was always like you know I'm just gonna push it to the back of my head. And, you know, like there's no proof, even though I know she did it. There's no right. physical proof, I, but I know because I've been in relationships where I've been cheated on. I know how people act, and I know the guilt people feel. Joe, you've been in relationships. Have you ever been cheated on? I don't think so. Okay. Have you ever had a relationship that they broke up with you? Yes. Out of nowhere? Uh, like just randomly? Or has this been like, like – I don't want to dive too much into it if you're not comfortable with it. But yeah, I mean, no, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was – it wasn't totally out of nowhere. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen before it happened. So your relationships, when they end, there's an inevitability that, okay, this, this makes sense why it's over. Regardless yeah. if it's like drifting apart or, you know, differences that you just can't come to agreement on. But you knew that, like, hey, listen, when this relationship ended, okay, it fucking makes sense. I get it. You know, it, this was this was going to happen, and I knew it was coming. Yeah. So, okay. I've had relationships that literally just ended out of fucking nowhere with no rhyme or logical reason other than, hey, listen, this isn't working out. I don't think we could be together anymore. And Right. You know, I just say, okay, I don't ask why, what I do, what's wrong, because, again, like I said, it doesn't matter. But it's random, because, I mean, like, a week ago, we were fucking laying in bed, watching TV, being happy, talking about a future. And then all of a sudden, they just fucking seem distant. They seem they drifted off. They seem um, lethargic or fucking, like, an ability to fucking care. Right. And that's when you know there's a fucking problem. And... You know you can't blame you because you didn't change in that last week, week and a half, whatever. Right. Something fucking changed. Yeah. So, um, and then obviously, you know, like when there's some, you know, when when at one point you could be sitting there watching TV and their phone is out and they're texting somebody and they don't care if the screen is open for you to look at, but then all of a sudden they start texting more in the same position laying down, but it's more close to their head, tilted mm-hmm. towards you so you see the back of the phone. Right. Now it looks like you're fucking hiding something. Yeah. Um, so, um, looking back and it's like, you know, she did get me thinking about not only that relationship, but like a couple other relationships. There were a couple of uh, relationships in high school. I was, I mean, I think I was, if I had to guess, I think there's been three relationships I've been cheated on. Four, I think, but I know at least three. Four, I believe, at least three. All the same way. Well, like, two of them, their friends flat out told me. Like, flat out fucking told me. Like, hey, just so you know, so-and-so ended up sleeping with a dude while you were on your camping trip. Hey, just let you know, so-and-so did cheat on you while, you know, you were, you know, doing whatever, blah, blah. So at least two I can confirm. One, they kind of admitted it but didn't. 
uh, I think they said like, it's like, well, we weren't really exclusive. I'm like, I'm sorry, when I date somebody, it's exclusive. Like, I don't do open relationships. That's fucking weird. Um, but I've never in my life ever went up to somebody who, who's wronged me and said, Hey, I forgive you. Like, I've right. never done that. And I don't know if it's because eventually I inevitably just don't care anymore and I fucking move on. Or if there's some like deep, bitterness to where maybe I can never really forgive her. I mean, so she right. did get me thinking about it. Now it's like, like I, but it's, I guess it's, it's weird. Like, I mean, like does forgiveness has to be physically said in order forgiveness to be there or can just the natural, you know, progression of life to where you move forward in your own because, because forgiveness, I don't think has to do with the, it has to do more with yourself. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. I also feel like, like if, if it has to be literally said out loud, then I have a bone to pick with the creator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I've, I've felt forgiven and I've been yeah. like freed from my sins or whatever. Uh, it's never been verbally said out loud to me by him. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just like, what that means. well, yeah. And, like, and it's, it's an insane concept to me. Like, I mean, obviously you get those people who like, you know, you could joke around with somebody and like you, like you, you just do something that's just kooky or weird just to a friend or something like that. And like you know, they you're like, dude, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, bro, I'm sorry. I'm like, nah, I right. don't forgive yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Or like, a girlfriend, like a girlfriend does something, does that pouty little, oh, I'm sorry, darling, or whatever. And they're like, I, I forgive you. It's shit fine. like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Shit like that. I get it. But like to physically have to go up to somebody who's wronged you, whether it be a girlfriend that cheated on you. A buddy of yours who took a job, whatever it is. Um, a perfect example. I had a friend of mine who knew a girl I liked, like who I liked a girl. I was trying to date this girl. And then he went ahead and started dating her when I was like out of town for the weekend. Garbage. Oh, it's shit. Especially when he does it twice. Goofy. Um, uh, two different girls twice. It was amazing. Um, and like people are saying, like, well, you know, you really need to forgive so and so. I'm like, why? I was pissed for two days and I got over. I wasn't pissed. I wasn't pissed at the fact that he went out and dated the girl. I was pissed that as a best friend, instead of being honest with me, he waited till I was gone to do something because he didn't even know who this girl was until I mentioned, Hey, do you think this girl's cute? I'm thinking about asking her out, so I'm not quite sure. She just got out of a relationship. So I'm probably just going to like wait it out a little bit, see how everything goes and maybe ask her out. Yeah, that sounds like a cool idea, bro. You should definitely do that. Two days later, go out of town for the weekend, and all of a sudden I come back, and they're in a fucking relationship. Yeah, I thought sure. I'm not pissed. Yeah, and I'm not pissed that they dated. They're entitled to date whoever they want. I don't sure. get to dictate who her boyfriends are, who his girlfriends are. I don't get to dictate that. That's not me. That's not that's that's not my job in life. Right. But the thing that pissed me off the most is that the way he went around it, the way he he went about it. You know, if he would have said like, "Hey, you know." I started talking about kind of like her too, or yeah, you know, because yeah. at that point I'm like, hey, you know what? Fucking go for it, you know, like because it 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 doesn't matter to me either way. Like I chose to want to play the long game. You just want to jump on the fucking grenade. Fucking go for it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It works out. Hey, whatever. My loss, not a problem. But no, it's it's not how it worked. He just went behind my back, and people are like, well, yeah. you need to forgive him for that. It's like I don't no. need to forgive him for shit. First off, that was two months ago. I'm over it. I don't need to be their friend anymore. Right. It doesn't matter. Well, was he sorry? If he's not sorry, if he did it yeah. again, he wasn't sorry. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not in the business of forgiving people who aren't sorry. Yeah. At yeah, least like, not, not in, not in the transactional way that is being described. Yeah. It's like when people sit there, it's like, well, you need to be the bigger man in this situation. Like I thought I was a bigger man by just fucking walking away. Yeah, I'm away. the bigger man in every situation. I'm a big yeah. guy. Right? It's the goofiest concept of this fucking world when you say, like, well, you need to be the bigger person in this conversation. It's like, it's like, why? Like, okay, I either need to be the bigger person and just walk away from the situation before I know it could be worse, or I need to be the biggest person in the situation and confront somebody who, first off, owes me the apology, who, right. who, who pissed me off, who did me wrong. I have to be the bigger man to go up to them first. Fuck no. Also, how passive aggressive is that? Like, hey man, I just want you to know I forgive you. Yeah. Like it, it's it's on. a 
it's a it's a goofiness that I never understood. And it's like I said, like I understand I understand forgiveness. I do. I get it. But to physically have to sit there and tell people who've wronged you, hey, listen, I'm gonna make the first move and I forgive you. No. Right. Like I'm sorry, but if you fucked me over, you can apologize to me so I can tell you, hey, you know what? Don't worry about it. It is what it is. And that's me accepting forgiveness. If I tell you it is what it is, whatever. I saw a TikTok, and I watched a lot of TikToks. Uh, there was a quote on there that said, the most, uh, the most dangerous men in the world are the ones that use the phrase, it is what it is. Because those are the ones who care less or don't care at all about things. Right. <clears throat> and I believe it. I mean, it is just an expression. It is what it is. You know, usually it's like, hey, whatever. But there are people who truly live that kind of lifestyle. Whatever fucking happens, happens. It is right. what it is, bullshit, whatever. But that's the thing, like, if you've done somebody wrong, you know, if you cheated on me, fucking man up, admit it at that point. Don't come up to me. Like, I don't need her coming up to me now, today, saying, hey, nine years ago, that fucking cart boy at Walmart that I became friends with, yeah, we cheat, uh, I cheated on you with him. Because I don't give a fuck about that now. Like, I don't right. care now. You should have told me that nine fucking years ago. And then maybe then I wouldn't have wasted a year of my life trying to be your friend and everything because I would have fucking moved on. I mean, I could forgive you, but forgetfulness is a completely different fucking thing. And I can't right. look at, I can't look somebody in the eye if I knew for a fact they did something to fucking hurt me when they promised, I promise to never fucking do anything to hurt you. And then you fucking do it. So right. no, um, so yeah, so. Uh, it sucks. We're not talking anymore. I don't know what it is. I think deep down the whole reason is because, um, she found out I was a smoker and I wasn't willing to change that tomorrow because that right. was the last conversation we had when she asked me what I was doing at work. I'm like, oh, I'm just taking my last smoke break before I go for my 5 p.m. pickup. And she's like, oh, you're a smoker? Yeah. Oh, well, poor lungs. LOL. I'm like, yeah, well, smoking isn't for everyone, I guess. And then she stopped talking to me. Actually went back onto the dating side because I'm still on it. She made a whole new profile. So, um, I'll tell, I could tell you right now. I don't know if she, I don't know if she knows the name of this podcast. I think it's listed on the profile. Don't know. But if she's listening to this, I can tell you right now. If I meet somebody who's worth quit smoking for, I will do it in a fucking heartbeat. Right. But you, if, if the real reason she stopped talking to me is because I'm a smoker and she openly admits that she smokes pot to help go to sleep, kind of hypocritical, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, a lot um, of people are weird like that, though. They they think that like like pot doesn't do anything to your lungs, and it's like uh, it does. Yeah, it's all smoke. It doesn't matter what you're burning. Right. It's all it's still it still burns hotter than water. Mm hmm. One hundred percent. So, um, like, I don't know uh, if, I'm sorry, hotter than steam. It's it's more <laughs> than it's more than two hundred degrees. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with her. Best of luck to her. Hopefully she works her uh, shit out. Yeah. And she finds somebody, but um. Yeah, uh, you know, like me or hate me for my views, I forgiveness is something that's like it, it's important, but it's not the first thing that comes to my mind when somebody pisses me off. The best thing for me to do is just to walk away before yeah. I say something I regret. And I, I say a lot of dickish things from time to time. Sometimes I say it without thinking. So it's better for everyone if I just walk away from a situation. Yeah, and just well, move I, the fuck on. You know, and that's the, the main thing to me with the whole forgiveness conversation. I, I'm sure what's happening is. Uh, people are, are interpreting or over-interpreting the uh, uh, forgive as you have been forgiven line. Mm -hmm. But like that, that whole, the whole point of that is uh, for you to be forgiven in a biblical sense by, by the almighty is typically uh, it, it's, it's um, accompanied by a change of behavior on the part of the person being forgiven. They have turned in the opposite direction and are no longer living lives of sin. And that has what that that's what the forgiveness is, you know. So, like, if you're if you're willing to show some remorse and change your behavior, absolutely, I'll forgive you right now. But most of the time when I've heard people throw that line at people or like beat them up with it, you know, while, you know, using the Bible as a club, um, it's it's people who are really abusive who try to use it. And they just what they want is they feel terrible about who they are and aren't willing to change. So what they want is forgiveness unconditionally, and it's not going to happen. It, it does not exist unconditional forgiveness. Anyway, off my soapbox. Still there? 
Oh, yeah, sorry, John. I uh, had you muted because I was coughing. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, you're oh, fine. No, I, no, you're fine. I, I either I, said I, something that really offended him or the call dropped. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> I, uh, I was drinking some of my sparkling. I, I had a coughing fit, so I muted it. Had my coffee fit, drank some fucking uh, sparkling ice water, and went down the wrong pipe. So I had a coffee. Oh fit god, that's the, the worst. So that's uh, the worst. I, I had back to back coffee fits, but no, yeah, dude, that's why yeah. that's why I wanted to bring this conversation up because yeah. I enjoy when you get on your soapbox and you do your stuff yeah. because it gives it gives people an opportunity to get our points of view, and we're not just saying it to get content or get people to listen. It's like these, this is who we are. Yeah. Like this, yeah. Like we are yeah. presenting, we're presenting our our real life views to you, so you get an idea of who we really are. So, right. you know, no, I will apologize. Anything? Just a uh, sorry, an addendum. Uh, if you want to forgive somebody because it makes you feel better, yeah. do it. I don't oh, care. That's yeah. but but you don't have to tell them. You can just do it in your heart. It's okay. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, like it's, it's the same thing as like is like, like praying. It's, it's like right. when you do prayer, for example. It's like do it for you. Don't don't do it because people are telling you to do it. Yeah, you know, like like when when I was uh when I told her, you know, I was like, you know, like I I pray every day when I'm on my way to work, like and I'm driving to my truck. I think it meant to myself. I I pray to God, pray for a, you know a safe day, a healthy day, and I right. like, I have tomorrow. Tomorrow's another one. You know, tomorrow's just another day for me. You know that I can wake up and continue to live life. You know, I don't need to be at a church to do that. It's nice right. to be around people. You know, for, especially for those who feel that they need it, especially during a pandemic when you shelter yourself inside a house for so long that you need some kind of physical interaction or to be actually around people. Absolutely. Church is one of the best places for you to go, you know, especially those people who who aren't introverted and then they become introverted because of the situation and mm -hmm. you want to get yourself back out there. Church is one of the best places. It's a, it's a judgment-free zone for you to go to, you know, have your beliefs and be able to express them with everyone else, you know? Right. And, yeah. So, I mean, I, I encourage everyone to go to fucking church. You know, I think I mean, if you sit there and think like, oh, maybe it's not for me, you don't know until you try it, you know, and right. you find the right church. All I said, like, I've, I've gone to church several times, especially back in high school. You know, I used to go every Sunday with Derek and his parents and stuff. Mm -hmm. As I got older and started working weekends, I would miss church, you know, or I'd work the night before and I'd be too tired, and then I became uh, – got into this habit of like, you know what, maybe I don't really need to go. I can already do enough on my own. And right. that's fine if you believe that. But yeah. I know that I know that I want more out of my beliefs and more out of my love for Jesus than what right. I have right now. In order to do that is to get around other people who share that same love. Yeah. And expression. Well, it's, it's like what I like to say, you know, uh I stole it from a meme, like everything, but you know, going and sitting in a church doesn't make you a Christian any more than sitting in a garage makes you a car. Yeah. It's not, it's not a thing. No. Uh, but if it, if it's helpful for you, if it's meaningful, if it, if it gives you a rhythm to your life, if it gives you a sense of community, like that's all good and you should do it if that's what you're looking for. You yeah. Know? It, I, that's, that's, you know, the, to me, but if you need to sleep in because you're exhausted, you should do that. It's, I take very seriously the part of the scriptures that says, um, the Sabbath is made for people, not people for the Sabbath. Yeah. You know, it, if you need to rest, rest. That's, I, that's what it's for. Yeah. I always believe that, uh, when you sit there and you look at going to church, it's like, you, you need to go to church because you want to or because you need to, not because mm -hmm. you feel you have to. Right. Once you feel you have to go to church, that's when you become sour on it. But, yeah. If you need to because of something you're going through and you need somebody there for you or the fact that you want to because you enjoy being around people, you enjoy that feeling of being in a house of the Lord, if you will, then yeah. it gives you a different feeling than the expression of, well, I have to go to church because if I don't go to church, I'm going to go to hell because my yeah. great grandmother who grew up in the late 1800s, <laughs> you know, so. in, in the fucking prairies told me. So I was like, no, it's like you don't have yeah. to go. Well, that's what I that's that's actually and I wasn't expecting to talk about this at all today, but you know that's uh I think that's where the pandemic like why churches are having such trouble rebounding post pandemic is because so many people realize, oh, if I don't go on Sunday, the world doesn't end. It's actually fine, <laughs> and I, I love that for people, <laughs> yeah, we need more of that, please, if you don't want to be there, stay home, it's okay, but if you do want to be there, we really need you. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, then, I'm kidding. The church, the church is going to have to adapt, and we're bad at that. We're really, really terrible at it historically. Well, it, it's hard when your whole when when your whole point of being there is for congregations, right? And you're being told, "Hey, listen, don't be around people," or maybe it's not the right time to be around people. If you are, be yeah. six feet apart from me, people. It's like, I mean, it's very I mean, like I know, like. I know when I, I'm trying to yeah, remember we, the last time I was up at your church, but you guys set everything up for social distancing to accommodate people for that reason. Yep. Yep. We taped off pews. We, mm-hmm. uh, for, for probably until this summer, we had all the windows open and the fans going at every church service. Um, you know, because of the, the mask mandate, we're still requiring masks. Uh, although, uh, I take mine off to preach and stuff. Yeah. So we've, which is funny. No, we're, we're negotiating. That's where you're like, we're what, 12, 15 feet away? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So, and, and to be honest with you, my thing is like, the governor takes off his mask to speak, so I, I can too. Yeah. It's, did you, uh, <laughs> do you see the, uh, well, real quick, uh, do you have time to do a second show? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because we're—I mean—we're almost at an hour now. We didn't even get to toll booth or C two E two, so right. we could, we'll just do that on another show then. Yeah, that works. Um, but uh, did you see the the photo that they showed of Biden shopping out in public without a mask on, oh, right in no, front of the I window? I'm not surprised. There was a well, there was a press conference that I, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's like he almost like he's a conservative news uh, reporter. Or something. he always asks uh, that sacky girl like the most controversial questions. He's a tall blonde dude. Um, but he was asking, he's like, he's like, he's like, what do you, have, do you have any comment about the picture of uh, President Joe Biden shopping in a, in a store without a mask on in front of the window where there's a sign posted that said mask required for all uh, customers. Right. And all she had to say was like, well, the, the president takes uh mask mandates very seriously. Like, so she didn't answer the question. He's right. just like, yeah, but what about the fact that this sign says mask required and he's in there not wearing a mask? He's like, well, yeah. the president's willing to follow all CDC guidelines as it pertains to mask mandates. It's it's the funniest fucking thing. Is like, it's like people are so like, especially in Illinois, like they're talking about shutting everything down again and doing this and, that and the other thing. But you're showing up without fucking mask as the leader right. of the state. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. It's well, that's so why I've tried. I've tried the whole pandemic uh, to demonstrate my willingness by by like leading the charge. I mm-hmm. I tried to set an example because right. I believe I I truly I I agree with the CDC mandates and I but I'm not going to force them on other people. I'm just going to say, look, I I can get up and I can sing and I can preach and I can do all this stuff without a mask or with a mask, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can work in healthcare for 8 hours a day wearing a mask, lifting things, mm-hmm. moving things, whatever. Like a lot of people have no excuse, you know. And yeah. That's fine. And it's just, it's my way of, of, you know, participating in, in society. But like, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna, my, 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 I had a, an old lady who said, Hey, I, I really need to be able to read your lips to hear you. Okay. I'm, I'm more than 20 feet away from you. Uh, the closest person to me when I'm preaching is Maddie, who's yeah. in the first pew and we live together. You know, mm-hmm. there's no point. I, it's silly for me to wear my mask to preach at this point. Yeah. Especially since our church is, I think, 100% vaccinated. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So it's it's like, you know, we, we could probably negotiate whether or not we even have to follow the mask mandate. But we do because, you know, that's what we feel like we should be doing. Yeah. And, you know, and I got, I got, I got family members who, you know, they will they'll completely oppose the mandate because, you know, they want to do the constitutional right thing. And I have people who completely support it because – for the same reason. Yeah, yeah, it's just like whatever they want to fucking <laughs> however they want to fucking include it. Um I I think it's I think it's over excessive from you know at times, but I'll respect people's wishes. Like, you know, if I go into a store and stuff like that, I'll throw the mask on because it's yeah. Like what what does it hurt? Like, you know, right. like, it doesn't inconvenience me to throw the mask on. Yeah. It's like it's not So it's, it does drive me crazy when I walk in and like so I, I ordered a pizza from Domino's the other day. Yeah. And the the manager of the Domino's is not wearing his mask, even though all of his employees are wearing their masks. Mm-hmm. And there's a sign on the door, and there's signs on the walls. And I'm like, man, you're breathing on my food. Like, <laughs> what the yeah. hell? It's goofy. And, like, you know, it's one of the things, like, if I'm going to the grocery store, I'll throw a mask on. I'm not the only person in there. I want to be considerate. 
I mean, I see people walk around without masks. I see people walk around with masks. Um, I mean, down here it's a little more like laxed, I guess is the yeah, word. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure it is. Because I mean, certain people are like, you know, listen, like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna live my life and move forward, blah blah. blah. You know, and like I said, there are people who do wear masks, people who don't wear masks. If I'm going into a store, I'll wear a mask because I'll have respect for the people who still right. want people to wear masks. But if I stop over at a gas station and I can see through the window that the clerk's not wearing a mask, they got that glass, excuse me, they yeah. got that glass uh, covering up, and no one else is in there, and all I'm doing is running in to grab smokes. I'll just run in. I won't throw a mask on. If that makes me a bad right. person, hey, you know, message me, tell me I'm a bad person. But if I'm literally in there for two minutes saying, can I get two packs of Marvel Southern Cuts, buy cash, pay, scan, card, cash, out the door, you know, it's like, then whatever. You know, I'm not in there for five minutes. There's no one else in the thing. The only other person's not wearing a mask behind a plastic fucking thing. Right. It's, I mean, I, I, I guess yeah, I, that's I, what I, I ran into 7-Eleven yesterday. That's where I found that Mountain Dew. And gummy bears and stuff. And, uh, they've got those, those hanging things. And they're not even like, it's not even fully enclosed. They're, they're, it's the plexiglass is like just hanging from the ceiling in three sheets covering mm-hmm. the whole counter. And on the counter is a sign that says, I wear my mask to protect you. You wear your mask to protect me. And the clerk's not wearing a mask. And I'm just like, yeah. I'll just buy my shit and leave. Right. You know? That's what you just I don't want to be in a fight about it. It's not worth it. You just got to pull your mask down too. It's like I'm glad we're in agreement now and just fucking right. walk away. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about, bro? What am I freaking thinking about? Probably. Uh, uh, you ever watch Cowboy Bebop on like uh, Cartoon Network? No, never heard of it. Oh man, it was great. It was a it was an anime on on Cartoon Network. They usually played it during like the nighttime tsunami, so like one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, um, it's a it's a space opera basically. It's 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 people who are like bounty hunters going through space, having adventures, and um, there's this storyline that's fantastic with this one character who used to be part of the mob, and now he's trying to he's not part of the mob anymore. He's trying to get out, um, and it's it's really really fantastic. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. You can find it on Netflix. Each episode's like twenty minutes. Yeah, but uh, Netflix made a live action adaptation of it. That is also very good. So I, I watched that this week. I really enjoyed it. So it's different, and there's you know there's stuff about it that's like like re- did you really have to even try that? That's stupid. <laughs> um, but overall, fantastic. If you like if you like Cowboy Bebop, you'll like the live action adaptation. I think. Nice. So now I would recommend the cartoon over the live action, but I, they don't call me Cartoon Joe for nothing. yeah Yeah. what about you what are you freaking thinking about um well i'm really i'm really excited about the c2e2 thing that uh, we're gonna be uh going to next week the uh i forget do you know what c2e2 stands for comics and something entertainment expo chicago comic and entertainment expo Expo. that's it Yeah. yeah um I'm really excited for that. We're going to talk about that in the next episode, but uh, uh, I'm just really excited that we have an opportunity to do this, and it's – I don't know if it should be mentioned, but I'm going to mention it anyways to tell how awesome these guys are, but we are going at the expense of CarterComics.com. Yeah. I've never been before. Uh, I'm excited. I love it. Uh, C2E2, I think, is incredible. I mean, obviously, there are some um, community guidelines that have to be followed because of COVID that we're going – I guess I got to look into to see what I can do to make sure I can get in there. Fine. Um, but we are going next Friday. Uh, I know there's a restriction on how many people are going to be in there. So I guess it's going to be less crowded, which will be a bonus because every year I've gone, obviously before pre, uh, the pre pandemic era, always crowded, always a lot of people. Oh yeah. We're changing some stuff up and we're going to talk about, uh, C2E2 on the next episode. Can I get an idea of some of the guests who are going to be there who I wouldn't mind talking to, uh, the overall plan of what we're doing while we're there and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for C2E2. It's the first time I've been since, uh, I want to say it was 2019 was the one I was at actually. I think I went that with, sounds uh, right. I think I went with Colin. Yeah. And, um, well, always, they wouldn't, have, they didn't even have it last year, right? 2020? No, they didn't do it 2020. And well, it's weird because they're doing it in December of this year because normally it's in March, April. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I guess, I guess they pushed it off because of the pandemic still, obviously, and I guess they didn't want to wait until next uh, next April. So, yeah, I get it. 
So we'll talk more about uh, C2E2 on the next episode. Uh, make sure you guys do check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. And, of course, our show is uh, dropped. Um, uh, going forward, it's going to be weekly, but right now it's going to be kind of a multi-weekly because we're going to try to get some other shows wrapped up into this season. Um, so just uh, just search us on any uh, podcast platform at this freaking show, uh, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, hit the notification bell so you know when the shows do drop or just check us on Facebook and you'll see when our episodes are dropping. Just search this freaking show. Reach out to us if you are a creator of your own and you want to be a guest on our shows. We can talk about what you do. You can email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com or message us on Facebook. And, of course, if you need more Cartoon Joe than what you're getting right here, there's alternatives. Joe, what are those alternatives? Oh, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, that's all I got for you. So, as always, I am Travis Day. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.